Oh, Tiano, you're not a tech wizard. You're the one that said that we could we could use her fucking memory stick on Apple on How about desktop, that local sports that team? It is true. You didn't do it right. No. Are they really Oh fuck you! I don't it's true. know. No, not no. really. Yes. No, yes. it's not. No, it's not really. Apple true. does not translate to DOS. Uh, I, I, having I took Jimmy to like do I'm a bunch of shit to open out that a thing for, like for you. Well, you weren't there, were you? I know. A very special I, I, I thermos. I know what you're talking about. I know what the problem this is. Oh, let's just start. I'm I'm pissed now. This <laughs> makes no sense at all. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Why are you? Uh, I guess that way you could better hear us. Yeah, sure. Fighting. <laughs> People can go either way on that too, John. Oh my god! Your best choices this and makes... everyone else's best choices. It's just like this is why we can't have nice things. It's like here's the most obvious solution. We're not going to do the most obvious solutions. We're going to create a bunch of fucking hurdles for ourselves. Everybody else's best choice is one of the things that Megan taught me. What? It's not. I you're not you practical. That? Yeah, you, you, you helped me to be more accepting with that. Well, hey there. Sup, yo? Hey. It's Secretly Timid. It's a, uh, it's a fine family Sunday. <laughs> talking about some shit. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> it's Megs. Uh, I'm here with John. Hi. And Otieno. Hello. And No, she's not here. Oh she's not plugged God. in. <laughs> Moving right along, the song of the week and this week. the good Lord because yes. it is his day. <laughs> yes, John, the good Lord is in all things. God, we could hear her laughing right now. If her microphone is plugged in. Okay, you guys. Spoiler alert: God is a lady. Yes. <laughs> in case you were wondering, now you know for sure. There yes. it is. We have an audience member here. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we always do. It's <laughs> always with us. Uh, yeah. So, so the, the I mean the the argument is solved. Yeah. So God the song the of the week this week is by a band called Neckbeard Death Camp. And uh, the song is called The Left Are the Real Fascists. The It's off of their album called White Nationalism is for Basement Dwelling Losers. <laughs> uh, they, they are a charming little group who lists themselves as being from Bordeaux, France. And basically it's, um, I would say like, eh, kind of black and thrashy, making fun of the alt-righty type thing. And it's, pretty entertaining so uh yeah we'll be dilly dallying our way off with that today hey <laughs> we're gonna dilly dally with the neck beards and the that's good dig daddly do doo dig day that daddly what is sorry i was what trying to, I was, what does flanders say again hi diddly ho something like that yeah yeah something yeah, like that i was trying to do a flanders there totally got a little confused uh yeah, so that's a featured song. <laughs> do we have a like a record label, or do we have to? No, no, the, no. Just, we're just gonna do that, it just for fun. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Megan, how was your? Week? Oh no, no, that's not oh, how this no, works. Wait, wait, what? what I'm what? the host. Oh, right, you're the host. Right, right, right. Otiano, dear, mm. how was your week? Uh, my week was eventful in that I finished off this section of my paramedic course, so I get to actually have. Um, weekday evenings off for a little while, for a couple of weeks until the next semester starts, which is really exciting. I get to do fun things like work on my car and play with my cats and work on a good pork belly recipe. I'm going to try a butakakuni, which is a traditional Japanese uh, pork thing that's fucking delicious. It's it's similar to bukkake. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. I, in fact, am going to just, you know, orgasm freely over some pork belly. Really? Oh, man, you buta. left that shit open, like wide open. Yes, buta kakuni. Buta uh. is the word for pork. And Japanese. you're even using the accent. Well, I, I, I do speak a little bit of Japanese. Not a great deal, of but I to get by. So... Whatever. If you want to get that sounds delicious. About, see, the best part is a Japanese person would not make that joke because they'd hear the difference. Between I was no, I was no, I was, I was, I was, yeah, but we're not I was guffawing at your list of things you're going to do. Oh, 
I thought it was just because of the Bukake joke. No. It sounds like the most responsible week ever. (laughs) How is that responsible? I like cooking. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to drink a lot and play video games too. I said most responsible week. You're not going out to coke off of the street or... Like I wreck might go to cars, a couple, I might or... go to a couple metal shows. I might accidentally wreck my car. These are all possibilities. I suppose. You won't. I just know you. You just won't. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you have that faith. I, I just, I'm very entertained that like working on your car and making Japanese pork are considered responsible it's activities. The, it is. It's the, it's the details. <laughs> That's the detail. <laughs> I'm, I, for I'm one, totally am so excited about your imagine, upcoming I just imagine you, like, swirling some red wine <laughs> while you're <laughs> making your bukkake chicken. <laughs> bukkake chicken and red wine would not be a good combination, sir. The, the flavor. Yeah, duh, John, uh, dummy. Anything, I would think more of, a, like, a grave or something a little more mineral to accent yeah. the, uh, um, the mineral components. Uh, and, simpleton. Um, of course. Then you have to be careful of the albumin uh, present in the semen. Otherwise, it would clot kind of strangely. You could do a really fascinating kind of egg cup type thing with that, though. In my experience, you just get a glass of water. Yeah. That's the best compliment. But honestly, the water's <laughs> not going to be a very good palate cleanser. You want to a little bit of acid in there to help you tell, help it congeal just a little bit so it flushes Hydrochloric easier. acid would be the best one, like just to get all of that out of you there. You really shouldn't consume hydrochloric acid. It's very dangerous <laughs> for actual human consumption. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about dick jokes already. And semen. Did not so early. At all. So early. So, listeners, if you uh, are curious, um, or uh, try, if you wish to add uh, some degree of input, please let us know, uh, letters at secretlytimid.com, what you feel is the best palate cleanser for, for, for penis and or fellatio altogether. Or for that matter, for, for cunnilingus. Is there something particular you swish around your mouth afterwards? Or are you just kind of person who just kind of like likes to have that lingering flavor? Although, I mean, to be fair, bukkake is not necessarily going in your mouth. I mean, it can, most often does. But yes, but the point is not to donut get kind it of in thing your going on there. Yeah. Mouth. That is one of my least favorite analogies when they call it a glazed donut. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so is is the gonorrhea in the semen or just on the dick? Uh, it it's in the secretion. It's, it's it's along the urethral, the, the, along the urethra, and it's acquired by the semen on the way out. Okay. You are surprisingly concerned about. Gonorrhea. Today. Whenever I have a sore throat, I go to the worst possible places. John, given the last gonorrhea is not the worst possible place. It could place. be chlamydia. Also true. Let, What's the worst? Let's also remind ourselves that two of John's uh, contributions to the podcast were one: the young man who literally perforated his esophagus with a dick, and number that was two, Joe. That, that, that was Joe, Joe who brought it on. But you were very excited about bringing it up. And number two, the young woman who and I cackled about this, who said was on her Twitter that she can tell she's been sucking too much dick because she spat out her hot dog before she ate it <laughs> that's still one of my favorite content things ever so i just want i just want to be clear that like john's mind is always revolving around fellatio to some regard and or fashion so it shouldn't be that surprising megan dicks all around dicks a circle of dicks even. yeah yes a circle mm-hmm. jerk as it were mm-hmm. with john at the center anything else about your week that you'd like i, I like how that you'd like for us to hijack into john's to john's you know, week john you know, penile predilections it's a good week i had dinner with megan and ryan mm. Um, we went to a Japanese restaurant in Richardson. Did you have the bukake pork? No, I had the tempura shrimp. Oh, okay. As an appetizer and a main course. Mm-hmm. And then we went and had ice cream afterwards. Oh. Was your ice cream drizzled with any uh, particular glaze? No. Or? It was just uh, a cookie dough oh. and a waffle cone. Yeah. Cookie dough. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. That was all that, that happened all. this week? That's like all a, I want to share. Like okay. And then I got a sore throat, and I think it could be chlamydia or gonorrhea. Yeah, did you get this or... sore throat from consuming a tube of cookie dough? No. <laughs> it was it was the Or post nasal drip or strep. I get strep throat a lot. Do you? I should probably get my tonsils removed. No, I wouldn't suggest that. No, I have mine. They're massive. Really? Yeah, every time a doctor looks in my Because my doctor said, you know, if you get strep one more time, we're going to take those tonsils out. Docs keep saying that, and basically your tonsils act as filters to a certain degree, so they stop the rest of your respiratory tract. Oh, yeah, man. They catch, they catch all manner of things. So the it's second you take your tonsils out, that's when you start getting laryngitis instead of getting tonsil infections, or that's when you start getting re- upper respiratory infections instead of getting tonsil infections. It's super Keep them gross. for as long as you can. Oh, okay. Have you ever had, like, the little, you have, like, holes in your tonsils? Have you seen them? Mm-hmm. No, they're called the uh, lacuna something or other or something like that. Matadas, yeah. lacuna matadas. 
Yeah, sure. Anyway, th- and, and that's one of the issues, one of the reasons why you got to gargle this. I have had those little white plaques. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I scrape that it, shit off. It's yeah. catching the... It was fun. They're mm-hmm. like little curds. Saltwater gargling it, helps disgusting. with those as well. Basically, that's that's what your tonsils are doing, and that's one of the reasons they get infected is you don't clean those out. And How do you clean stuff. your tonsils? I can say saltwater gargle again if you'd like, but uh, I've said it like six times to you today. You're such a dick. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I've already answered the questions you're asking. Just say it. Stop fighting. <laughs> you guys going to get a divorce? <laughs> yeah, when I was a teenager, man, that shit was yep. gross. Yep, I still That doesn't it. happen anymore. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm. <laughs> I left that one alone. I missed that I joke. Away from it. I'm up. Nope. Continue. I missed the joke, and I'm afraid to to ask you to complete nope, that. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> nope. Lip sealed. Um. Anyway, it was so gross. Mm-hmm. So gross. And I was like, "What's happening to me?" And then I didn't want to tell anybody. <laughs> so, and I didn't have the internet because it was the early. Well, it was the mid to late '90s, and so I couldn't ask Google. Mm-hmm. So I just suffered by myself that sucks yeah i wonder just how many like you know that's what i do with periods too by the way wow what's happening what was it like the first time you got it oh it was horrible it was horrible did you know it was coming did they prepare you well because nobody prepared me the first time i got a boner no nobody prepared me until like i didn't know what it was conversation son your pants are yeah. a strange thing. You're gonna, your dick's going to get hard for about 20 minutes. And 20 honest, minutes? At, they said apparently that? not 20 minutes. No. no, they didn't tell me anything. It was just I was in the shower all of a sudden, and then I got a boner, and it wouldn't go down. And I was like, what is wrong? I can't go to school today. <laughs> no. I was like in third or fourth grade. I was really young. Yeah. Uh, but period. Uh, yeah. So so when it first begins, uh, it's the the output is very, it can be very dark. So I was like, did I shit my pants? What has happened? Out of happened? my vagina. What has happened? And I was scared and I didn't have any female relatives that I could So talk that nobody to, prepared you. Nobody for said it. shit wow. to me. So I was re- reading this Christopher Pike book. I don't know if you're, uh, anybody remembers that. Jesus? No? <laughs> and uh, they said something about like the period and then they were like, and. And eight weeks went by and my period didn't come. And I was like, and this was after I had like read a little bit about like periods and they were supposed to last for like a week or something. And I was like, what do you mean eight weeks? <laughs> when you get older, it's, it lasts for eight weeks. And I was like, fuck. Texas sex ed, ladies and gentlemen. Texas so, sex ed. No, I was, was in, in Illinois. Illinois. Oh, sorry. That's yeah. much better. Illinois yeah, yeah. sex ed, ladies and gentlemen. Midwestern uh, <sighs> values and all of that. So, so my mom does the laundry and she sees and she recognizes. So she's like, um, Megan, uh, there's a program on uh, PBS that I, I would like for you to watch tonight. It's shit. So you were neglected. At me she down should have told you fucking PBS. I can't talk to you about it, but PBS can. Exactly. Shit. And I watched the show and I was like, oh my God. And I was like, please don't tell dad. Please don't tell dad. Please don't tell dad. They didn't say you're a woman now. No. No. No, we didn't talk about shit, man. I mean, I don't know if my dad even knows yet if I've had a period. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, they also talked about masturbation on that show, which I was relieved about because I was like, oh, God, you know, like, what if I push my, like, pelvic bone out too far and then people know when I'm walking around? <laughs> but they addressed that question in the show and I was like, oh, thank fuck. Everything is going to be fine. Shout out to Sexplanations being on YouTube to give uh, and, and, and Dr. Doe and the work she does to help, you know, kids not do with this kind of bullshit. These yeah. Days. Tell your kids for Christ's sake. I think my mom told my sister. I remember when my sister got her period because I was so nosy. Write him a note or something. I was so nosy. I was like, what happened? What's happened? Something's changed What's here. happening? Something's changed. Something big happened. I didn't know what it was. Do you guys know about Sexplanations, by the way? No. No. It's an excellent YouTube channel where this, you know... Uh, PhD level sexologist named Dr. Doe, uh, I've forgotten her first name, uh, where basically that's all she does is talk about like literally everything from like pegging to menstruation to like the way different types of um, uh, vaginal discharge look healthy and or unhealthy, um, uh, 
different types of penile injuries that can occur, uh, how to have sex like this, how to use toys like that. If you're going to start engaging in these kinds of play, consent, BDSM type stuff. I mean, she, she covers like the gamut. I still and, don't uh, so, know what butt plugs are for. Well, she would happily tell you what butt plugs are for. Mm, and she's very informative and straightforward and fun. And, 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 and I really enjoy, I appreciate the fact that she exists, not just for the sake of like, it's interesting and fun, even if you think you know about booty or sex or whatever else, but also for people that don't have the opportunity to be able to access that kind of information. I did decide that eventually I was going to write a book, and it, it's called uh, Everything That I Learned About Sex I Learned as a Teenager in the uh, Suburban Apartment of a 25-Year-Old I Met at Guitar Center. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Megan, how was your week? <laughs> uh, it was fine. My week was fine. Uh, I went on some dates, and they were all fine people. <laughs> fine people on both sides fine people all around just just nice dudes and uh i met a dog that was fantastic we should get megan to go on like are you the one what's that <laughs> it's a horrible show on mtv for teens oh. where all these hot singles that are like in their 20s i don't want to go out with a teen they go to like an island and then they basically fucking fight I've, I've not been having very good luck on the, the internet dating thing. And then I was talking to Otino and Sarah and they're like, you need to go older. Go older. So, I've always liked We didn't say older. geriatric for the love of God, though. Well, I mean, nobody was geriatric. I don't know. I don't know. Who what, age is, what age is geriatric-y? I in, know that's not my, the right word. In my opinion? Yeah. I mean, I think like probably... F- don't say 50 it. To is go, my limit. Fuck. I'm dating a geriatric. I would say, I would say sixty plus. But that's just me. Sixty. Thank you. I'm not dating a geriatric anymore. No. Yet. No. No. It's fine. But it's coming. <gasps> Our parents are sixties. They're in their sixties. They are. Isn't yes. that weird? Well, I mean, I'm not interested in their friends, so it doesn't really bother me. It bothers me just because that means that I'm getting older too. You talk about that sometimes, so it's always out. on your mind. It's always on my mind, every single day. But you're so youthful, John. I'm not ready. <laughs> uh, I'm like that yeah. little girl on that on that YouTube clip where the mom tells her that President Obama is not the president anymore, and she says she's not ready, and she's crying. <laughs> um, I think, though, like, if you're dating someone that's older... Yeah, that's good. Significantly, yeah, you can like ask you're always, them questions. You're always going to be the younger one, and you're the younger one. So you know that that should make you feel a little. Mm-hmm. That just know? means he's going to die first. And I'm going to be alone. Oh, <laughs> well, not necessarily. I mean, you have to get death comes in all manner. So you written. could be, you know, you could be shot in the face or. God, who'd shoot me in the face? I don't know. Not me. I'm not going to do it. I'm just saying it's a possibility. I would hope you live in America. You live in Texas. And all those assholes at work, when people knock on the door, you're not supposed to let them in. We all have badges, but they let them in. And we're like, why are you letting them in? Well, I find this set of segues particularly fascinating. (laughs) So fascinating. How else? Um, How else was my week? So, um,. What else happened this week? Uh, went to our weekly bacon church. Had a fantastic time. Got to see my my little puppy boy again. A little juice box. Um, and that's it, really. I, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Back the trolley up. Uh, two nights ago, I went to dinner with B. Yang. Oh, how's B doing? He's doing okay. Uh, he had some some family tragedy recently, but he's doing all right. He's a he's a champ, and uh, he's he's got a, a nice little beardy thing growing on his face, and we had some Tex-Mex and conversation, and so he's going to come back. He yeah. wants to meet O still. Oh, he, he Otina's never met? No. B? I have not. No. Oh. So, uh, so, yeah. Everybody good, loves uh, B. So good. So should we do uh should we do the hot topics? Yes. All right, let's do that.
Well, I'm conflicted about mine, so let's start with you, O. <laughs> sure. Are we allowed to call Otieno O? You're allowed to call me O. Really? Because when I first met you, I asked you that, and you said no. Um, Otieno. Actually, I think you said my preference, and then dot, 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 dot. And then I was yeah. like, that's a no. And, and if, if you'd listened to what I said after that, it was, if you can pronounce it, that's great. If you can't then you can call me one of these list of things. See, I'm just really worried about offending people, so I always do the thing that is least offensive. I always use the least offensive language, always. But you can pronounce his name, so you should probably just I don't know if I'm doing name. it correctly. I'm Plus, I'm lazy. I'm too polite to correct her, so it's yeah. okay. Oh. Am I pronouncing it correctly? Very few people do. <sighs> anyway, the point is... <laughs> you got a hot topic, baby? I what? always got a hot topic. Um, so right now, as we speak in Washington, D.C., um, the same folk that did the Unite the Right whatever craziness last year in Charlottesville, at which uh, a woman named Heather Heyer was killed by some whack job and running a car through a crowd number of folk were injured, and um, a African-American man who happened to be attending said um, event was all not obviously in support of was beaten by a bunch of dudes like literally across the street from the from the police station who and by the way they still have not caught all of those dudes despite the fact that you know the police have had this information for a while it was only as a result of crowdsourcing um the identities of those folk that the police and or the fbi even knew who they were that's a whole other story um, right now, there's doing? another rally taking place in D.C. organized by this dude, Jason Kessler, who was interviewed this week on NPR. Oh. Uh. And I'm definitely... Was that yours? Never mind. Was that yours? <laughs> no, go ahead. I'll, uh, I'll piggyback off of it. Feel and then I'll find something about hot dog water. Go on. Sounds great. Um, and so I, I'm definitely of the opinion of... Um, there are some ideas that are inherently poisonous to the point where I'm not trying to thought police an individual out of existence as another individual, but institutions have their own set of rules for accountability that are a little different from those for individuals and or people with platforms and the responsibility of having a platform into itself to the point where I'm wondering why the fuck this interview took place in the first place. Um, I mean, there's this uh, old adage that the uh, not even adage, but um, the man who invented the microphone or the, the, the megaphone, excuse me, was literally guilty about what he perceived as his role in the rise of Nazi Germany because it allowed one person to say a lot of things very loudly at a large group of people. And we can debate how valid his guilt was or was not, but at least he recognized the responsibility and or role he played in allowing ideas regardless of their content to be sown across vast uh, um, uh, 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 numbers of people and the idea of news organizations being unaware of that responsibility or at least um, be, not being aware of while they themselves may not be harmed but aware of particular groups of people that may be harmed or the damage that a particular set of ideas can do to our democracy to our society to whatever at large and the lack of recognition that some ideas are inherently violent. And on the same time, on the same hand, the folks are going free speech, free speech. Yes, but are we also free to advocate for the death, destruction, uh, 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 oppression, or, uh, or harm of other people? So the, the seeming lack of awareness of those issues, or at least uh, unwillingness to address those issues. There's a whole storm on Twitter about this. The ombudsman from NPR is being inundated with messages. I'm curious to see what, if any, that their reply will be. I personally gave up on NPR a number of years ago when they started running fluff articles about ASCAP and BMI and other organizations that were clearly corporate in their motivations and the way they handled um, uh, Bernie Sanders during the election, the way they handled Hillary, Hillary Clinton, the way they handled Trump. They're, altogether, they've been steadily failing ever since they got bought the fuck out a couple of years ago. Do you um, think... Sorry to interrupt you. Do you think that by interviewing Kessler, they're like normalizing his message a bit? I would say it's normalizing. I would say that it's also, again, you're giving a platform to these ideas. You're letting somebody say poison across a large group of people that may not be aware of that poison prior to. You are saying that, hey, this person has these views and these, this person's views, we're going to talk about them, interrogate them, to try to understand them. But 
I thought we agreed as a society that those views aren't necessarily acceptable. I thought we agreed as a society that those views are harmful to other people. We had literally, we already fought about this a number of times, be it during the Civil War or during the 60s, uh, during the Civil Rights Movement. We allegedly fight these battles every single day. We're clear on how we as a society allegedly feel about those kind of thoughts and or those kinds of policies and ideals. But in saying, hey, we're going to listen to this person speak, we're essentially saying, but you know what? We should still think about them. We should still consider them and talk about them, even though we've all pretty much agreed they're terrible fucking ideas. And even though the the conviction with which this person is um, spouting the ideas is questionary, because questionary is not a word. <laughs> yeah. uh, questionable, I think. Questionable. There it is. Uh, because he not very long ago was documented as being uh, more to the left, like hmm. he was a supporter of the Democratic Party and Obama and... Before he was red-pilled or whatever they call it these days? Yeah, so so it makes me think that um, this is not a defense of, so just hold on a second. It makes me think that maybe this dude, Kessler, is not so... Dedicated to the ideas that he's talking about as much as he is an opportunist, an opportunist, Mm. but uh, not just that, just it it just seems so flimsy. Like someone with such a um, unstable sense of self, like going from one extreme to another, like flip flopping back and forth in a short period of time. I mean, he's not a teenager, Mm -hmm. teenagers do that, he's an adult, so. So somebody that does that, that is so, I mean, and, and there was some documentation of him. I don't know if it was on Facebook or something. This, this, and I was reading this in the Washington Post just to, just to clarify, but, um, he was talking a couple years ago, I think about like this rant about how women wouldn't give him a chance. So then he starts to seem like a, an incel, incel right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, so those dudes, I mean, it's not, it's not about a political position as much as it is about like this um, insecure sense of self and like not knowing who you are and not understanding other people's reception of you. And so just like trying anything mm-hmm. to see what gets a reaction so that you can get closer to whatever kind of reaction it is you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, was, was it, who was the guy that was pre-Goldwater that was scary and terrible? Oh, God, I've forgotten his name. Wallace? Was it George Wallace? I want to say it was George Wallace. Mm. Hitler Hitler was pretty crazy well, and terrible. No, I think, yeah, I think it was George Potter. Wallace. He was a Republican. That yeah, was a yeah. total well, this is, this is the crazy thing. racist. It was, and he, I think he was, was also was, shot, and then he changed his ways. It was either him or Goldwater, was, who basically was pretty moderate and or mediocre in regards to their policies on civil rights, but it's only when they realize that if you, you know, talk about you know, white nationalist adjacent ideas and or white supremacist adjacent ideas and start to um, uh, 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 poke and prod that um, anger slash guilt slash whatever the fuck it is that um, in, in a bunch of white folks, all of a sudden you will get this kind of reaction. I mean, is the it's, Goldwater thing related to the not diagnosing people? That's the the, the, the Goldwater rule. Yeah. Uh, okay. to, to, to yeah. Not, yeah. To not diagnose, not do armchair diagnoses of political candidates. But anyway, the point being that the the idea that um, you don't necessarily – I lost my train of thought entirely. Sorry. Oh, right. That um, it's this readily available power source that, that that's radioactive in, in, in its in its origins, but you can utilize it. It's incredibly powerful, but this is what happens is you get crazy folks doing crazy things. And it gets you money and it gets you attention and it gets yeah, people mobilized, but you have to deal with all the fallout that happens afterwards. So – I, I I I do see and understand your point. I think it's an extension of um, somebody wanting attention and or wanting to reach whatever other ideals. Don't necessarily even believe in this kind of stuff, I right? Mean, but so, do we give that attention? Yeah. And and would we be um, would the public be better served to give attention to somebody that seemed like they were more? I mean, even if it is a it is a fucked up position, if they were more. I don't know if the word is committed. Maybe that's worse. I don't know. Well, this is the thing, though. 
it, their their level of commitment is even important because they're they're folks that hear them and go, oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, let's go do this. That's the issue, <laughs> you know. It's I mean, and this is one of the reasons why again NPR propping that up is an issue. Is even if you don't have you have a lot of folk out there who well, I'm, I'm making broad generalities here, but. What if there are a whole bunch of folk out there just waiting for an excuse? They're waiting for someone to say, hey, I feel that way too, or whatever else. And John has his hand up. Yeah. Yeah, I have correction corner. Go for it. George Wallace was actually a Democrat, not a Republican, but he is the crazy racist that believed in Jim Crow and stuff like that. Democrats and can't is, be racist. Well, this is back in the South, but mm-hmm. when they were Before the, now the Dixie Crack conversion yeah. took place and so on. But was it still the guy who started out okay and then got a little, yes. got a little squirrely once he realized, oh, yes. wait, so I can do he, this? He survived an assassination attempt. Mm-hmm. So we're both right. We just had the. the so, the so what you're saying you. is that the reason is is not that they whether or not they. Mm. I'm saying it's both. I'm saying that both this dude as an individual can be absolutely feckless in regards. It's equally to, as dangerous. Yeah, exactly. To, yeah. Exactly. Regardless of his personal beliefs, I mean, people have accused uh, Richard Spencer of the same sort of thing. Of he's just you know riding the train to popularity, fame, and whatever because this is the thing that gets folks excited. But and but both of them show absolutely zero fucking regard for the people that are actually affected by these policies or affected by this kind of rhetoric or the fact that we've seen a tremendous jump in the number of racially motivated or otherwise I don't want to say racially because that. That doesn't include um, uh, Muslim folks or Sikhs that are attacked because people think they're Muslims because they're fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. All these things have increased or, or, or ever since. I mean, well, prior to and directly after uh, uh, the election in, in 2016. Oh yeah, hate crimes are up all across, across the board. Across the board. It's funny how they want to talk about like uh, crime rates rising, but not specifically about the hate crimes rising, even though crime rates are not actually rising. But what the fuck ever? Because every crime involves hate. Oh so they say that I'm like, I want to rip your throat out. Mm. I want to rip your throat out, Sub Zero style. So yeah, I wanted yeah. Just is that a that comic book way. reference? That's a Mortal Kombat reference. Okay. Reference. <laughs> oh, there was a Mortal Mortal Kombat comic and a oh, movie. Oh, great! But, <laughs> yeah, so you're still right. You're good. But yeah, um, yeah, just how the, the the entirety of the dialogue about tolerating tolerance and how it's okay to not tolerate intolerance. Yeah. That that that, that crucial point that people seem to think is this you know logical incongruency. That's when, like that Leah Delaria thing that I read for you on Instagram when when she was like fuck Trump and I was like I think it's quite hypocritical that you're using hate but denouncing hate but you're being hateful. It's a little fucked up that we both use that that same accent to talk because <laughs> you know I've already brought I've already that are not you know that's what it is. We do not a really good job with it though. You have to admit, like these you are do an excellent good job and, with the accent. Yeah. I'm glad it comes from a genuine place. Yeah. But let's not forget that there is that myth that it was the rural whatever that carried Trump into office. There's plenty of middle class, upper middle class white folk that vote for Trump too because they recognize they get a fucking fat ass tax, tax cut. Yeah, but it's those people aren't the folk. ones that are in the crowd with the thank you Russia signs. But they're those the people are just silently giving a shitload of money and writing some checks. <laughs> I want to so. clarify that my accent is almost always representing the people that have always uh, in the United States worked against their own best interests <laughs> and not even realized it. And they sound like this. That's what that accent is. <laughs> there it's are hard. plenty of non-Southern folk that vote against their own interests. They try to take away our right to mind Well, they sound like us, and line. that's not funny. So, I'm not going to do that. I'm doing that accent all the time. Yeah, sure. So... You know, I'm Republican and I want children to be safe. That's why I'm voting for Roy Moore. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> oh, it's so anyway, who else is on top? Family first. Oh man, <laughs> John, hot yes. topic, something. Um. Well, before I get into my real hot topic, I posted a question on Twitter or not on Facebook. If um anybody had anything that we that they wanted for us to talk about, and uh, the gorgeous Mister Mike Lawson. Has something that we want that he wanted us to talk about. Now it won't pull up because there's because we're under pressure. Uh, he says the audio of the of the dude that stole the airplane talking to the traffic control really cut me deep. When he said he just realized he's sort of crazy. You guys talk well about mental health. Curious what your thoughts are. And uh, so for those of you who don't know, are we gonna play it? Uh, I don't know. No, if you want to find it, you can find it for yourself. We'll you, link it. Some people might think it's kind of morbid. Um, considering that he did pass away. Well, it is absolutely morbid. But it doesn't sound morbid. He sounds like that's he's what's so morbid about it. Rational, and that's why I think that we should play it decision. so people can. But if they want to follow, okay. I think you can find if you find want them to follow the link. We'll um, give you basically, in it, he apologizes to his family, and then uh, 
says that he just now realizes that he was kind of screwed up and he's felt like a broken man. Um, so this guy, uh, the man who stole a plane with no one else on board from the Seattle Tacoma International Airport late Friday has been identified as Richard Russell, 29, according to two unnamed law enforcement sources. He flew the plane for about an hour before crashing into a forest on a nearby island. Um, he acted alone. Uh, I still don't think anybody really knows w- why he decided to do this. I, maybe the maybe it's, the news story is still so fresh that people haven't really uh, gotten too much into what was going on. I didn't realize he was so young. I didn't realize yeah. he was 29. Russell told authorities on the ground he would like to apologize to people who cared about him. I'm a broken guy who had a few screws loose. Didn't really know it until now, he said. Um, two... F-15s chased the plane within a few minutes of the theft of the plane. Um, and there are people that were posting it on Twitter, like the video of, of the of the plane. Um, so yeah, Crashing I don't know. What do you guys... Aftermath no, no, while it was in, in air. Okay. Um, and there were, you said there were there were two F-14s that were following F-15s it. that were following F-15. Yeah, military planes. Because whenever, I mean, I'm sure whenever right. somebody takes a fucking plane... The military's going to, you know. Right. I'm surprised they didn't shoot him down. I was waiting for someone to question that. That's that's why my, they didn't shoot him down. I, I mean, honestly, uh, post 9/11, blah blah, so on, so on. These circumstances, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not trying to immediately go for the race card here, but the question I want to ask is, well, I don't know if why they, was this. I don't think they knew this. If he was white or black or Asian or anything. And that's why I don't want to play that card instantly. That's why I'm not like, I'm not immediately assuming, hey, this is privilege in flight. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I'm curious about the procedures involved as towards why and how they scramble planes and try to get audio contact with this dude before they just shot his ass down. Because you would think people would freak out a little faster after 9-11. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure sure they all had those missiles ready. Yeah, (laughs) but but we have to take into consideration uh, the area where they were, which... I got back from just recently, by the way. So mm-hmm. there's a, was it Archipelago? Archipelago? Yeah. Archipelago, like Florida. Series of islands off the coast there of Washington. An island and, chain, as it were. Yeah, and people live on those islands. And some of those islands have one or two people that live there. Mm-hmm. Um, so is it possible that they had to take into consideration maybe somebody had an emergency they had to get to an island yeah. for an emergency yeah. and they have their own plane because they live on an island so obviously have, they have means for that because living on an island is not the most cost effective I mean, way yeah. to live i know nothing so. about like fa procedures as as towards how you respond to this particular action or what kind of confirmations are in place or whatever else I just find it interesting that we live in the world that we live in and everybody's all, you know, still stroking that 9-11 cock like something's going to happen type thing. And this is the response. And to that point also, it's not a highly populated area. We're not True. talking about him flying yeah, it into wasn't, Seattle. He wasn't like trying to, you know, attack the space needle with a fucking plane or some shit. Yeah. Right. It that, was unclear whether right he had right a flight experience. Or it's un- unclear whether he had flight Although experience. Although the Chihuly Museum. <laughs> but it didn't cool. appear that it. he had a f- pilot's license. So that's kind of impressive. That he has a pilot's no, license? No, that he doesn't have a pilot's license. Oh. So that'd be like you or me, like, I'm just going to take this plane for a joyride. He worked at SeaTac. Yeah. But he was, he, was a, he was in a maintenance position. Ground crew? Oh, no, the plane was other. in maintenance. Yeah, he was grounds crew. He was a ground service agent. Okay. And to be clear, I'm glad for, they for, didn't for, shoot him down. That's cool. But I, I'm just really curious about that process. That's all. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. if it was over a, a city, I mean, shooting him down would be just as dangerous. Exactly. As exactly. Yeah, I agree entirely. So I think they were probably just kind of uh, taxing him, you know? What's it called? Where Escorting. Yeah. Escort, yeah. They're, they're keeping an eye on things. Anyway, I think it's, it's his, sad. Uh, I mean, whenever you should listen anybody... to the recording, though, because his, his tone is very flat. And I'm not, no, I, I take that back. It's not flat. It's, I thought it was perfectly it's conversational. It's regular, and that's, that's the problem. It's a conversational tone. I, my, my gut is, just says he made an irrational decision and then realized later that uh he got into something that he didn't know how to get out of i don't know but 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 it seems i don't know is it would it be spur of the moment to be like i'm gonna take this plane or that's something that he's thought i mean nobody knows except if you if you came to if you came into a lucid state and realized that you had made an irrational decision at that point if you fully like realized what you were doing you would say something like 
Jesus fucking Christ, what did I do? That was a bad idea. How do I get back to SeaTac? But he didn't do that. He was suicidal. I think he was always suicidal. (laughs) Okay. I think that that he just decided that, I don't know, who's to say that suicide is irrational? No, 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 it's it's not. And usually, I mean, statistically speaking, uh, people that complete suicides are... Uh, it was a spontaneous, yeah, like an that, impulsive I uh, mean, behavior. It, but regardless, we kind of we live in a American society where mental health is still kind of frowned upon. Oh, it's yeah, you know, it's so it seems like somebody that probably needed to get some help and didn't, for whatever reason, didn't get the help that he needed. Well, what I'm saying is that I think that tone that he had that is alarming to us maybe shouldn't be alarming because it illustrates just how um, off. Mm-hmm. He had become in his thinking, which is why he wasn't like. So I, 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 like I don't. Uh, the, the audio didn't shock me at all. Really? Yeah. That shocks me, John. <laughs> really? Because he. I mean, didn't he? Didn't like sound like ha- he sounded very rational and conversational. Do you have? 90 it's morbid. Just to sit down with me after. This no, I think like that the morbidness for me is just knowing the aftermath. Like whenever I would see, like when do you, do you ever watch like Rescue Nine One One or? Or what's that with the scary show that scared the shit out of us? We always watched Unsolved it. Mysteries. Yes, Files. Oh. Unsolved Mysteries with dun, Robert. Dun, Whenever dun, there's dun, any dun, like dun, archival dun. footage, when you know that something awful happened, and uh, to me it always kind of it was a soundtrack that makes me way. sad. Like totally like pictures of 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 you know like like the picture of the Tuskegee Airmen. Tuskegee. Did I say that right? Yeah, like that for me was a little morbid, knowing you know that he died the picture like his military yeah. picture. okay or so pictures of like amelia Earhart, or like in a retrospective of amelia Earhart flying and you know that was her last flight that always seems kind of maybe morbid's not the right word but always kind of it's creepy macabre macabre's a better word not creepy it is it's, creepy uh, creepy I don't creeps know. me out i'm gonna it's stick macabre. to the fact i like macabre good word um I, i'm i'm gonna stick to <laughs> so for me the audio was macabre because knowing what that he died i yes. sorry go ahead no 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 go on um i think that crazy people don't always have to sound crazy um i think crazy is such a loaded word exa- for somebody that that's could what just I'm saying. be but that's what i'm saying people that are be, aberrant in their thought processes don't always necessarily have to affect that via their speech but legally there now Cra- crazy is a different like what he did was not like let's say if he committed a crime mm-hmm. he could not use an insanity defense mm-hmm. he okay he did really? commit a crime well yeah really yeah he could like use- let's say like let's say if i murdered you i chopped you up i mm-hmm. slit your throat i did all like you were dead like i murdered your ass and then i was going to try and use a crazy defense the first thing they're going to see is did you try to cover it up did you try to run away if you try to run away, you can't use the fucking crazy defense. Because if you're a crazy, you'd have just been sitting there, you know. Why couldn't he have used the? Because if because NGRI? if you're running away, you would know that you had committed a crime. There's something for you to but run away. But he didn't from. run away. I was just saying, just hypothetically. And uh, this is this is the part where not not this had nothing to do with the airplane man. <laughs> so number one, <laughs> okay. special shout out to the need for inter- interdisciplinary interaction between the law and or you know systems of justice and prosecution and psychiatry not just based upon prosecution but i didn't like using the word crazy to describe this man i'm getting there as a side note i had to take law classes Mm -hmm. in my yes but just because you took law classes does not mean that someone no no sure yeah would not mean that like you would not get summoned to a court of law for any other purpose than to try and prove a point not to actually understand the Grounds by which someone could or could not be called legally insane, or someone's actions could be called to be taking place in a legal, a rational frame of mind, or not. Oh, this goes this back guy to, cannot be considered. But this insane. goes back to my point again. I don't think that crazy people, in quote, necessarily always sound or act crazy. I mean, I can introduce but you to somebody a host who of is legally insane probably cannot get an airplane flying. In I the can first introduce place. you to a host of sociopaths uh, that know how to pantomime normalcy. Crazy people roll bowling balls down. <laughs> I think I think one of the reasons why the word is so crazy is because it's so all encompassing, and we like to write off. You mean like, encompass, encompassing? There he goes. Uh, I I, I see, just wanted to piss you off. I'm I see sorry. what you're saying. What I'm saying is that okay, let's let's assume that he is a quote unquote crazy person, mm-hmm. right? He killed himself, mm-hmm. uh, so he's not like totally level. He's not on the total level. Um, 
the tone of that phone call is what I'm saying is the craziest bit. Oh, okay. He's not flailing his arms. He's yeah. probably, well, because he's playing a so plane, mean, but he's not like, oh my God, you know? Yeah, so that's, If okay, you and I, I had realized like, oh my God, I, hold on a second, I just stole a plane and I'm fucking flying around. Also, I don't have a pilot's license. What the shit? Uh, okay, I'm coming back. Like, that's that was not his tone. He was like, um, okay, well, so, mm-hmm. hey, you guys, this is what's happening. That is alarming. But to so, me, that, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying, like, I, I just totally misheard Megan, because then you said crazy, that the thing was crazy. You're saying that it was crazy to you, mm-hmm. not that that's see that's that it where, was that's, not crazy to him yeah that's where the saying that it was but he wasn't acting me. like it was yeah and to me the idea of his tone to make a certain set of assumptions based on his tone or any set of assumptions based on his tone is dangerous because while i understand it's easy to say because he was so calm he wasn't intending suicide to begin with or because he was so calm he is accepted that he is where he is right now as a result of his actions, be it from a lifetime of having to accept being in a being in a strange place because of his actions, or I mean, there's there's a lot of other things that could lend to that tone. So I agree with you that his tone was definitely unusual, but we can't presume what the cause of his tone was. Is it possible that he didn't actually mean to crash that plane and it was an accident? Uh, no. Because yeah, that would change the context possible. too. Either right? or, we're engaging a lot of wild speculations yeah. here. But to get but to get back to the point I was trying to make originally that. And that John touched on in regards to legal defenses, insanity, criminal insanity, and so on. I think that it's interesting to contrast this particular case with the ways in which the legal system handles things you do when you're crazy. If he had, if he if he had survived that crash, be it even though he, he may have intended to kill himself, but survived for whatever the wild set of reasons, it would be fascinating to see the trial that would take place as a result. Would it be a matter of um, I was insane or I was altered or what? process what what dsm5 allocation they would throw at him whatever else that would either make him entirely accountable and or liable for his actions or not entirely entirely accountable and liable for his actions because that series of defenses or that understanding of like these are the markers that mean that you are not responsible for yourself because you're because you're crazy or whatever else are kind of moving goalposts yeah i don't mean i think if he were if let's say he landed the plane and then he was arrested i think it would his charges would mostly just be theft related. I wonder if anybody's ever stolen a plane before. I'm like pretty that. sure they have. Like not like hijack style, yeah, but like pretty, just like yeah. like Grand Theft I'm Auto sure that video it game happens style. All the time. Yeah. You think? Oh yeah. Humans no. Do there are so many oh, private oh, airports oh. out there. Humans People do probably dumb shit jump. We would hear about. No, we wouldn't. That would be plane. so boring. Really? We heard about this because the guy crashed the plane and died. I'm telling no. you, as someone who's trained to work in EMS, there's a bunch of shit that goes down. That's and because it was SeaTac and not because. Because it wasn't like Addison Airport or whatever, you know. Hmm. Like I, I don't think that we we hear about that stuff. Yeah, think there's, that there's dumb shit that happens all the time that you never hear about. I mean, do you read the police blotters in the daily? What, yes, actually, I just got a message from Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> there's a divine intervention. There's an article for that was posted four hours ago. Pilot, it's shockingly easy for an airline employee to steal a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I can guarantee this shit happens all the time. Do do commercial airlines airplanes? Do they have uh, uh, parachutes? That's an excellent question. I don't know. Uh, Good question for a flight attendant. Oh, we know one. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I think they just assume that all of us are going to die. So <laughs> what's there's the not point? one for each passenger. I'll tell you. Let's that much. not waste have our anybody, money on the parachutes. Have you ever had right? a? Oh no, they fucking do. Do you guys remember DB Cooper? That guy had a fucking parachute. He no, his but own, he's didn't he? yeah, he brought his own. Sure he brought his own. That the guy that oh, stole the millions. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure the guy was still missing apparently. And got yeah, I just want to know just on sure Delta. Still, well, that tempers my excitement yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he definitely no. brought his own. He was he was up to no God good. That guy. Yep, oh no. Well, I mean, he got away with yeah. it at least for a little yeah, while. He had his own parachute. Um, have any of you? Uh, Otiana probably has because you know the whole military thing. Megan, have you ever ridden ridden on a? a been a passenger on a plane where you didn't have like the tube that you go in where you just were on the actual runway and you walked up the stairs to the plane yeah really i've never it happens at smaller airports i've never been that i've always had like the little what's it called other countries or or, wait were you you walk onto the runway 
Huh? Breezeway. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jesus. You mean where you have to walk onto the runway and walk onto the plane? Yeah. That's what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I've never. I did that uh, when I came back from Seattle just this last time. I don't think I would like it. It's dependent largely upon the so- size of the airport. Smaller airports where the plane you're getting to is a smaller craft. They don't They don't have, they're not high enough or close enough to be able to interface with the stuff at the gate. So you have to take a little bus or a little else. Well. I think I prefer the illusion of you're just walking down a hallway. Right, like it's just there. Yeah. Yeah. I think job. also yeah. it has to do with, because, because, I was at SeaTac, which is a pretty big airport. Mm-hmm. What is the, what Seattle Tacoma? Thank you. Because you said SeaTac, I was thinking like the letter C, and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? S-E-A. Washington State. Yeah. What? What? Seattle what Tacoma city airport starts with the C. Uh, they had two flights going out at the same time, so I think that in cases like that, mm-hmm. they maybe this is this is a. An assumption. Uninformed. That they have the two. Yes, they have the two flights that come in because if they, I mean, there's just one. Whatever. Anyway, they should bring back wings. The two, I the love that. Show? I love that sitcom. Oh They're bringing back Murphy Brown. I'm excited about it. Oh, oh my fucking god! Why? I'm sorry. I'm. I, I. 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 I'm really. What? What do you have against Crystal Bernard? I have a thing against. Um, She's not doing anything. <laughs> I have. I have a thing against the entire concept of rebooting old sitcoms to try and basically like we've run out of ideas. Exactly. We have run out of ideas. No, the people our age are no, now in power, no, and they're no, like, I want no. to see Murphy Brown there again. There is a host of new ideas. We're just uncomfortable with them. There's a host of new concepts, new ideas. Uh, but I don't know what you're talking about. I, I have to agree. I have to agree. There's a lot of go shit. watch Pose. I mean, they're not new ideas. <laughs> it's just nobody I don't, like, is, is ever that Ryan Murphy? about them. Uh, maybe I don't think so. I, I don't. I, all I, know I haven't. Is Pose I have not genius. watched it yet, but yeah, I know I it's, should. It's a really good show. There are a host of other concepts, other ideas, other family styles, other arrangements out there where it just they just make us nervous and uncomfortable as a culture. So we don't. So we go for what makes us comfortable, the things we grew up with, the things that tell us it's all going to be okay, the things that resemble structures we understand. Why do you always make me feel bad about myself? Because that, I want to see that, wings sir, again. Is entirely internally <laughs> generated. I have nothing to do with that. I was sir. just about to interject how I. I bought a first class ticket back from Seattle and then you start talking about that and I was like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but then I slipped it in just so you guys knew that I had a refillable wine glass. Go on. I am going to see my mother Oct- in October in Portland and I'm excited about it. That's and then when I told my mother, I could actually show you the text message. I haven't, seen her. I haven't seen her in almost two years. Last time I saw her was at my sister's wedding. Oh, my God. That's a long time I know. Ago. And my mother and I used to be very, very close. Notice I said used to. <gasps> because here's her response. Look at that. Look at my, my... I'm the green. I wrote, mark your calendar. Jimmy and I fly to Portland on your birthday and leave that following Monday. We fly in pretty late, so we'll stay in blah, blah, blah. And I do a bunch of smiley emo- emojis. Her response, read it, Megan. Cool. That's it. This is, That's all I get. Maybe she's had a stroke. Have not seen years, her. You don't know that. Who is this? In two Francis. years. Your and mother? my only yeah. response from her is cool. Yeah, you want to know why I am the way I am? <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's all I fucking get. Well, cool. I mean, that's um, that's that makes sense. Bring yeah. your dad into the conversation too, but <sighs> poor Frances. Bring yeah. her out here. No. I'd love to see her. I haven't seen her in ages. Could have. Dad is just pleased with the suggestion. She loves me. <laughs> she does. Well. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, she does. She loves all my friends. Oh, that's There's no oh, friend well. that I've ever brought over. She's like, I don't that like that devalues person. my compliment to myself. She used to work with two of our friends. How weird is that? Uh, Regina and uh, Jen Savenko. That is weird. Which is actually pronounced Savchenko, but mm-hmm. they never told us that. Yeah. I hate it when people do that. Because they're too polite. Yeah. It's too they are Canadian sounding. I think it's Polish, actually, but... Well, you know, like Eastern European or whatever. Oh, the other... So, um, Alex Jones, free speech. They got kicked off of Facebook and Hulu, I think, and uh, uh, YouTube. And then Twitter finally said, yeah, we realize that, that they've been... Uh, uh, he's been shitting all over for a long everything. Time, but we're not going to kick him We're not going to do it yet yeah. because we're fucking Twitter. And we like it when clans people and crazy conspiracy theorists get them retweets going and get those Russian bots happy. 
So um, the question that I pose for you guys, because I'm not singling anybody out, because when this first happened, a bunch of people on my news feeds um, basically said the same thing, which is like, this guy is an asshole, but I'm nervous about free speech. Yeah, no. And let's just go ahead and acknowledge that when we say free speech, people don't really mean free speech, like the Constitution. They do not. They don't mean that. Twitter is a private organization that has little to do with, uh, they're not federally funded. Yeah, he's not in jail. (laughs) They're not, yeah. yeah. And free speech is not absolute. As one person pointed out, I forget who it was, but uh, on a very smart news program that I was watching (laughs) over the weekend, that free speech has never been absolute, because if that, if free speech was absolute, then nothing you could say could ever be used against you in a court of law, and we know that's not true, because if you admit to a crime, (laughs) you can't be like, my free speech is violent, like, no, It was just anecdotal information. We we also understand the government has plenty of free speech zones in, quote, like, in regards to where you're allowed to exhibit your free speech which I, which is which would actually be in violation of the first amendment but no one really gets mad do about what those. is sad on this is has nothing to do with alex jones on uh, colin college's campus i don't know if they still do it but back in the day um when i went there for an associate's degree this is like a long long ass time ago they would like every year they would have like these free speech and quote big pieces of butcher paper up all on on, like the common area for people to write down their thoughts all of those thoughts were fucking horrendous what like there would be racist ass shit up there there'd be um abortion is murder shit up there it'd be all these like gay people this is before marriage equality Hmm. um just you know what they could have terrible done is, shit. is taken that down at night and only put it up like during the day when lots of people are walking around. That's <sighs> what they could have done. Anonymity plus access equals assholes. Yeah. So I was like always the internet. curious, like, yeah, who the that, fuck that, that, was writing exactly shit down? Maybe man. Like podcasts. Sure. Well, arguably, we're only anonymous <laughs> to some degree. We are assholes, though. Right? <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Okay, but I'm speaking for all of us. Said, what's your bio, Megan? Tall, mean. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Get the the punctuation right. Tall. Period. Period. Mean. Mean. Period. Is it not true? And she has a mean period. That's just just a callback. That's just a callback. Not anymore. (laughs) No. Oh, because of stuff. If you take birth control pills, it's way less mean. (laughs) Yeah. Not anymore. After so, that hysterectomy. Anything else we want to say about Alex Jones? Uh, I don't care. Fuck that guy. I, I, he should I'm be. He should be in jail for little, something. No, well, if we're going to talk about, anything, I mean, let's talk about inciting the- violence. I mean, it's it's it is disgusting that parents of Sandy Hook children have to move because his rabid followers are harassing them so much. Some of them have moved upwards to like five times because they keep on getting docked. If we're, if we're going to talk about Alex Jones, let's talk about the delicate line that his legal team is having to walk in both his, uh, uh, the, acquis- the retention of custody of his children and or refuting these Sandy Hook allegations because he has to try and figure out a way to say, no, no, really, this is just an act, mm-hmm. but I'm not insane. I propose that we don't talk about Alex Jones at all. That's a great idea. If we're not one talking more about, thing. if we're not talking about Rachel Dolezal, we're not talking I'm about not ready. Alex Jones. I'm not ready. They're both. I vile. need to just bring up one more thing. One more thing. Somebody on Facebook post or re- reposted this shit where it's like if we're gonna have to watch alex jones can you watch him like like he's a guest on space coast coast to coast <laughs> and it was fucking oh, hilarious because <laughs> it would have like all of them doing their shocked faces yeah, with the silences <laughs> yeah. the comedic silence yeah they, they, god that was a good show they they re repurposed silences in that show in a, in a we can't do it anymore though you said your new rule is nothing new so daria Wait. sorry you're coming back but no fuck did you I, daria did I say no, fuck not, you daria because you're a gem from the night we have new ideas so no daria anymore no wings no Murphy i had Brown. a uh, i had a space ghost shirt no space ghost okay do a better show it just had his face and it said it's dark in space just do just do a new show john there's plenty of new shows no don't tell me to do anything <laughs> i just want to live my life <laughs> oh my god is it time for my hot topic yes it has been time for your hot topic. You guys might be interested to know. According, Probably not. According hot to the water? mirror. Hot dog water is good for your skin? 
mutant eight kilogram potato that has grown into the shape of a human foot. What? How many? How many pounds is that? Eight kilograms. That's how like how hard do you have to look for stories like this? Oh, not not very hard. At well, all. you stole her hot topic. I mean, because if we had done some prep beforehand, we would realize that you both had the same story. I, I mean, I make a point of not looking hard for news articles, and that's is what I come up with. So, eight kilograms. What is that? You're going to do Google? Yeah, okay. I should know that, but I don't. I, I mean, I have no idea. It. I don't even know. I'm good at converting. Oh, I was. I would have been close. I would have said. I said twenty. It's actually seventeen point six three seven pounds. There you go. Wow. Do you know sweet potatoes are yams? Yes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a difference. <laughs> <Did we not laughs> there was a very that? big difference, yes. That's okay. why I said they're yams, yeah, not, not potatoes. I they're love sweet potatoes. Family. Potatoes are in the same family as like nightshades and stuff, and sweet potatoes are not. Tubers? They're technically both tubers. You can have two different species. Tubers? similar structure. Nightshade was a character on the show Cops. It's a cartoon. I remember that show. We can't what we can't bring it back. That's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> Have new ideas, John. Anyway, so there's nightshade. How how many pounds is it? Uh, seventeen. It, there's a seventeen pound uh, potato in the shape of a human foot. Yeah, well, Trump runs to bring back many, asbestos. How many Megans will that feed? So my question is, what's the name for? I know anthropomorphization qualifies when you make when you give something a human human. Whoa, it does para- look like a human foot. And pareidolia <laughs> covers when you find faces in unusual places. Is there mm-hmm. a name for when you find feet and or parts of the human body and not just the entire human in a given shape? Pareidolia, anthropomorphization—two different things that don't quite cover this exactly. Uh, Christian breakfast. Sure, why not? We'll call it that. Christian breakfast it is. Look Can I see the, the, the foot potato? Yeah, yeah. Look at that. <gasps> I know. Oh my God, it does. I know. And he puts it at the bottom of his leg, so then it's where a foot would be, <laughs> right? Hey, look at that. You know, the fact that it, I was willing to kind of just like, you know, write off all of this, but the fact that it has five distinct toes <laughs> does make me kind of go, okay, fuck, that's kind of It kind of yeah. looks more like a, like ginger than that's a like potato. It does, it does. Right there. This, is, this is a Joseph Merrick foot. Yeah, I mean, I would say, I mean, is. honestly, again, I'm even more astounded that it has those five distinct toes. I was willing to just blow it off. Be like, All yeah, at varying sizes. Yeah, in, in almost anthropomorphically appropriate sizes. Right? Although technically there's like a sixth toe stumpish thing in there, but I'm still willing to let it go. Oh, That's, um, the world that is, is amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> Thank you for sharing that, Megan. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, that was nice. I'll have to be sure and link that. <laughs> I think we're I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the, the the foot potato is definitely the end. I wish we could end I on the I uh, think that's it. Monty Python theme song. You know what the <laughs> No, it's what? old. Only new things. Yeah, John. You know, you you're you're missing that point entirely. Oh, my hand is almost completely healed. What happened to your phone? You need to get a new phone. It's all cracked. I don't have a financier, John, so That's that's what she calls my boyfriend. Fancy CH? Yeah. Financier. Oh, finance. I was very confused. Thought you were saying some kind of strange acronym. Because so, he yeah. gives me money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's how you guys work. That's between you <laughs> and your boyfriend. I'm not and here to judge. And the Lord. I'm not here to I'm sure if I'm sure if Megan had a boyfriend who had more money than she did, that he would provide things for her when she needed them. I um, have had. She've always been uh, the breadwinner. First of all, that's not true. You need to be the bread eater sometimes. Oh, my God. So, meanwhile, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thanks so much for your time. Uh, we hope you enjoy. The, for the uh, record, I don't need a boyfriend. Uh, then why right. are you going on so many days? Oh, my God, John, hush. Just hush. You and your... Because I'm, doing I'm irresistible. Yes, that is true. <laughs> I'm just pleasing the public is what I'm doing. I, I really wish you'd said, you know, um, uh, pubic instead. That would have been so much better. Thank you for making the joke for me. You're welcome. After the fact. I'm just trying to toss that in there for you. Legendary comedy team, you and I. That is true. Bukaki. <laughs> Kakuni. But anyway, please enjoy our featured song, The Left of the Real Fascists, by Neckbeard Death Camp from their album, White Nationalism is for Basement Dwelling Losers. And we'll be back. Everybody's going to be back next week. Yes. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, I forgot. And, and Sarah. I can be reached at O underscore T underscore N underscore O on the Twitters. John can be reached at John Lee Hart. That's J-O-N-H-A-R-T on the Twitters. Meg can be reached at Meg the Merciless. And if you have any questions, comments, marriage proposals, or dick pics, please send them to letters at secretlytimid.com. Anything else, folks? Mm. Sarah's coming back next week, I think. Yay, Sarah. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Thank okay. you for thank you for being here. Jesus. 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 
I want Jesus to come back, and I want Jesus to get on the microphone. He's always with you. Mm-hmm. She. She's always with you. Where are my Jews at? Chala. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, I said it. Close okay, it out. Good. Okay. Boom.